0: Do you sometimes feel like a victim in your own life? Who knows, maybe you're the villain. Well, today I want to share a book with you that helps you to challenge villain and victim mentality and become a hero on a mission. Hi, I'm Dr. Melissa Smith. Welcome to the Pursue What Matters podcast, where we focus on what it takes to thrive in love and work. So it's the end of another month. I can't believe it, Um, which means it's time for our monthly book review. And so I'm really excited to share this book with you. It just barely came out. So I think I ordered it on the day it came out. And I uh, read it very, very quickly, and just loved it. And this book is a little unique because it actually has um, kind of a system for you, right? So it gives you some direction in terms of organization and planning. And it's really all about living your life intentionally, which of course with this podcast is what we're very interested in. And so what is the book? Uh, The book is Hero on a Mission, a Path to a Meaningful Life. And it's by Donald Miller. Now, I first read Donald Miller, years ago, um, I read one of his memoirs and I absolutely loved it. Um, and then I read another memoir from him and absolutely loved it. And then over time, I started hearing that he was doing a lot with business. And so I started tuning in to some of his um, some of his work related to business and some of his writing. Uh, and it's really, he's got such an interesting path, right? Because he writes these memoirs and books um, and then he has really made a name for himself in the world of business and marketing and um, is now writing quite a few uh, business development books. And so what I would say about this book, Hero on a Mission, is it's somewhere between a business book and a self-development book. Um, and I, those are kind of my favorite sorts of books because it's focused on you individually, but how you can really fulfill your potential and live to purpose and meaning every single day. And so this is a great book. It's a quick read and it's got some really great frameworks if you need a little more support. And so there are some online Uh, software that you can use based on this book. There's also pages that you could download. And so if you're looking for additional resources um, and some structure for you, as you really work on getting intentional about your life, this is a really great uh, book for that purpose. And so every week with the podcast, my goal is to help you pursue what matters by strengthening your confidence to lead either with clarity, right? Which is leading to purpose, leading with curiosity, which is all about self-awareness and self, leadership, and then leading and building a community. And I really think this book hits on all three, but I'm going to force myself to choose and prioritize. And so uh, primarily, we're really talking about helping you lead with clarity because it's all about getting clear about purpose and really living intentionally. Um, And so, of course, this impacts your um, ability to to, uh, build a community and to support others because when we contribute at our highest level, we really can show up in profound ways for others. And so uh, this book just came out. Let's learn a little bit about Donald Miller. So, Donald Miller is the CEO of Business Made Simple. He is the author of the bestsellers Blue Like Jazz, A Million Miles in a Thousand Years, and Building a Story Brand. He lives in Nashville, Tennessee, with his wife, Elizabeth, and their daughter, Emmeline. So, that's just a little sampling of his books. He actually has several other books that he is the author of. Um, and then let's, and, and, I think most of his books, um, if not all of them, have been New York Times bestsellers. So he's no slouch when it comes to writing. His his books tend to be quite um, quite well-received. And what I would say about Donald Miller is he's very generous with his resources. And like I said, with this book, there's a website and you can access a bunch of free resources. And so it's kind of cool. So this is a little bit of the introduction to the book. So if you feel like somebody else is writing your story and they aren't doing a very good job, Hero on a Mission invites you on a journey that will change the way you view life itself. Now that sounds intriguing, right? In this book, Donald Miller will help you see yourself as a competent protagonist in a story of your own making. The ideas that unfold in this book will help you discover when you are playing the victim and the villain, right? I think we all do that at different times in our lives, Uh, Uh, Create a simple life plan that will bring clarity and meaning to your goals ahead. Take control of your life by choosing to be the hero in your story. Cultivate a sense of creativity about what your life can be and move beyond just being productive to experiencing a deep sense of meaning. And so one of the things I really like about Donald Miller's work, and especially with this book, is he ties the practical to the purpose-driven and really right, points out that they're, they should be in um, constant alignment, right? Like if we are to be successful and what I mean by successful is living to purpose, then we really do need to have our daily lives, our daily practices tied to purpose. And I think the problem for many of us is we don't have that alignment happening. And so instead of being intentional and having clarity about our lives, we actually just kind of go through the motions and, and life just besets us um, more than anything. And so uh, really, he, he speaks to my heart in this book. The, the other thing that I so appreciated about this book, and it was just like such a nice surprise when I began reading it, is uh, Miller really um, really makes an ode to Viktor Frankl, who of course is one of my heroes. Um, of course, his book is Man's Search for Meaning about his account um, of his time in the concentration camps um, in Nazi Germany. And and Miller talks a lot about the impact Frankl has had on him. He talks about the teachings of logotherapy, which is Frankel's therapy that he developed before going into the concentration camps. And then really the concentration camps were his experiment, that that was his research of how he really brought to fruition um, this this theory of life and meaning. And he said that life isn't all about seeking pleasure, which is is what Freud was saying and um, and many others, right? Freud really talked about we're, we're driven to seek pleasure. And Frankl said, no, we're not driven to seek pleasure pleasure. We're driven to seek meaning. We are purpose-driven people. And as to the degree to which we can connect to that, live in alignment with that, we will be of greater benefit um, to those around us and to ourselves. And so it's a really profound message. And Miller makes it very practical, which I think is really great, you know, because I think it can be um, easy to hear Frankel's story and to think, wow, like that's profound. And then to feel like a slug in your own life. And Miller really, you know, really welcomes us in and helps us to connect to that deep sense of purpose in the lives that we live today, right? With our headaches and annoyances and grievances. And so I thought that was a really, really great, um, Feet actually um, in the book. So, of course, uh, Miller is first and foremost a writer. And so he thinks in the narrative voice. He uses the structure and the framework of story to explain his concepts. And so the book is broken into three different acts. And so, act one is how to create a life of meaning, um, which I think is really great. Act two is create your life plan. So, this is where he really helps you to get very practical practical about what this practice will look like on a daily and a weekly basis. And then act three is your life planner and daily planner. And that's where he has additional resources for you. And so what I really want to focus on in our time together today is, um, in act one primarily, which is how to create a life of meaning. And so one of the concepts that he, um, that he points out are the different roles that we play in our life. And so I want to talk about the victim, the villain, the hero, and the guide. And he says that these are four roles that each of us play in our own life. Um, And so let's take a look at those. Okay, so there are four primary characters. The victim is the character who feels they have no way out. The villain is the character who makes others small. The hero is the character who faces their challenges and transforms. The guide is the character who helps the hero. So think about your favorite stories. Think about your favorite movies. And they probably have elements of each of these four primary characters, right? We think about Harry Potter, right? Harry Potter, in some moments of of the, the story, right, throughout all the movies, throughout all the books, there were times he was a victim. There were times he was pulled to being a villain, right? And Ultimately, his choice was to become a hero in his own life. So now let's think about who was Harry's guide, right? Well, of course, we think about Dumbledore. Dumbledore, of course, was a very important guide. And I would say there are probably others as well. You know, we think about the Harry Potter stories in addition to Harry sometimes playing the victim, other characters were sometimes the victim. Um, we had characters, of course, there were so many villains in that story, right? We think about Snape. We think about... Um, Uh, Lord Voldemort, right? He who must not be named. And so I think if you will look into some of your favorite stories, you will see that these four characters exist. And so what Miller does is he invites us to take a look at how these four characters might be showing up in our own story, in our own life. So let's just say a little bit more about the hero. So what what Miller says is the hero is the one willing to face their challenges and transform, right? That life is offering us a question and the life and life asks us a question, right? So Frankl talks about this and he talks about for many of us, we're asking a question of life. Life, what do you have for me? Um, what are you going to give for me? And he says, this is the wrong question. Actually, each of us in ourselves are answering life's question for us. Who are you? Who will you become? Who will you help, right? That these are actually the most important questions. And when we can become the hero in our own life, we start to answer life. Questions And we start to live life on life's terms. And what I would say is so much of the misery that we experience is when we refuse or avoid to uh, we, we refuse to live life on its terms. We hide in emotional numbing. We hide in avoidance. We hide in denial. And we don't learn to live life on life's terms, recognizing that life is challenging, that life poses us challenges, right? That others' choices, pose challenges for us. And the the real power is in how we respond, right? It's less about the challenges we face. And it's more about how we respond in the face of challenge. Will we accept challenges and be transformed? Or will we cower? Will we hide? Will we run away? Will we make ourselves a victim? Will we make ourselves a villain and criticize and judge and complain? Um, And so, of course, the invitation is to be the hero. And what Donald says is playing the hero improve, improves our stories dramatically. If we want to take control of our lives and bend our story toward meaning, we can surface more hero energy and less victim and villain energy, which I don't know about you, that sounds pretty nice to me. He also teaches that the character we play will determine the quality of our story. And I think for each of us, we can think about times where we get stuck in a victim mentality or a villain mentality, right? Where it's just like a lot of negativity. It drastically shifts the quality of our stories, right? One from optimism and hope and connection to isolation and depression and frustration. And what he says here is that we have a choice with that, right? We don't necessarily have a choice about all of our circumstances, but we do have a choice in how we respond. And that absolutely is heart and soul from Frankl. And so then, of course he says that we want to become the heroes and the guides in our lives. And the way that he talks about this is as we embrace being a hero on a mission, the natural evolution of that is that eventually we will become a guide, right? You become a guide for someone else. You become a mentor helping someone else along. And I think that's a really great way to think about that. You do your you do your own work first and always. And as you do that, right, on your path, it It opens you up to being a resource and a help and a mentor to others, which is pretty cool. Okay. And then the second thing that I wanted to share with you today is what uh, Miller talks about also in this first act, which it, he ha- he poses a question, right? What elements are necessary for a person to transform, right? So you might recognize like, okay, like I want some things to change, but you might not know how, how to go about that or what the steps might look like. And so he gives some counsel around that. And so the first thing that he shares is that living a story is the only way to transform. Now, let me translate for you um, my understanding of that. Um, You must take action. You can't can't sit on the sidelines. You can't just um, navel gaze. You actually must take action. You must face uncertainty. And I think that's actually the scariest part for most people is fear renders them... Um, inactive, right? And so you've got to you've got to take action. The other thing, right? In in order, so we think about elements necessary for a person to transform is the hero must want something. There must be some sort of desire. Now, if you can, um, if you can have, if if your desire is something that can benefit you and others, that's going to be more purpose driven. That's going to be more meaningful. So, I want to share a quote um, from him on this. I think it's really powerful. So he said, I think one of the reasons people do not change is because they do not leave the shire, right? And of course, that is from uh, a reference to The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. So he continues, many of us have stopped wanting things in our lives. We've killed our desire. When something didn't work out, we mistakenly believed that nothing else would. And perhaps we came to believe that by not wanting anything, we could mitigate all risk of failure. Not wanting something after all, is a form of self-protection. Instead of trying, we play it safe. Um, And, you know, what he says is, This seems to be a sad reality for many, um, but a story has to be about a character who wants something. So I think that's really powerful and that, you know, don't be afraid of your desires, but channel those for good. Okay. The next element necessary for a person to transform, according to Miller, is a hero must engage their challenges, right? So he says, two more reasons people do not transform. They either avoid challenges or do not learn from them. And what he says is conflict is the only way we change. Without pain, there can be no transformation. And so then he he shares a little bit from Frankel. In his lectures, Viktor Frankel posed a question to his audiences that went like this. If you look back over the hardest seasons of your life, would you choose to delete them if you could? Now that you are through them, would you not want to have lived them? Uh, For most, the answer to this question was no, they would not want to delete the hard seasons from their memory. They would not have wished the painful season away. This is not always the case, of course, the loss of a child having made a decision that broke trust. There are times when we wish we could turn back the clock, but even in those instances, there was personal growth in our pain. When you decided to be disloyal, you learned of your own limitations and it humbled you. When you made the mistake, you learned of your own fallibility and developed the strength of character required to live differently. And so that is the next element. A hero must engage your, their their challenges. You've got to take life head on. You, you got to take responsibility for yourself. And You know, with that, he's talking a lot about our, you know, this need to take on our challenges includes a call to duty, a call to responsibility. And he shares a beautiful poem um, by Tagore. So it's Rabindranath Tagore. I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. I apologize. Um, I've come across this poem before. It's really powerful. I slept and dreamt that life was joy. I awoke and saw that life was duty. I worked and behold duty was joy. When we embrace our responsibilities, when we embrace our challenges in life, this is the path to joy. This is the path to greater well-being because it's not just about us, but it's about how we can harness our skills and gifts and talents, right, that are hard-fought for in service to others, in service to an ultimate good. Okay, so the next element necessary for a person to transform, a hero learns from their mistakes and misfortune, right? We're all going to mess up, and that's part of the path. But can you be humble? Can you learn from your mistakes so that they don't continue to plague you, that you can actually move forward? And then the last element that he talks about in in terms of what's necessary for transformation is he he reminds us that transformation is the natural path. None of us look the same as we did when we were babies, right? And the path of life is actually one of growth and evolution. And so if we can live in alignment with life instead of in opposition to life, we can find that transformation. So this is just a little sampling of Donald Miller's great book, um, In act two is when he gets into creating your life plan and he talks about writing your eulogy and reviewing it every day. Now that sounds a little bit morbid, but you know, he makes a very powerful case for it. And you know, that's something I've actually been um, thinking about that and thinking about what would I include in my eulogy. And then in addition to the eulogy, he um, he helps you to cast a long-term and a short-term vision for yourself. And he introduces the daily planner. Now, I don't think he's trying to make money off of this because he has all the resources downloadable for free at his website. Um, but uh, as I mentioned, like I've seen him to be very generous with his resources. And so if you want a little more structure, this would be a good book to get your hands on and then you can access the website and everything like that. Um, So head on over to my website to check out the show notes with the resources for this episode. Of course, I will include a link to the book and to the website where you can access some of those resources. If you are interested, you can find that at www.drmelissasmith.com forward slash one four seven hero on a mission. One more time, that's www.drmelissasmith.com forward slash one four seven-hero on a mission. H-E-R-O-O-N-A-M-I-S-S-I-O-N. So I hope you will consider this book. I think it's a great resource. Please uh join me on Instagram at Dr. Melissa Smith because I'm going to share some of Miller's insights. Um and have a deep dive into that a little bit more. And of course, if you don't mind taking the time to review the podcast, it helps people to find me. And also I want feedback about um, how I can better show up for you with the podcast. So in the meantime, I'm Dr. Melissa Smith. Remember love and work, work and love. That's all there is. Until next time, take good care.